0: Welcome to the Talking Security Podcast. We will talk about security related news, attacks, vulnerabilities, and tools. Welcome at a new episode of the Talking Security Podcast. My name is Frans Houderner and I'm your host today. I have a great guest today with me. That's Tom. Tom, can you please introduce yourself shortly? Absolutely. Thank you for having me here.
1: Uh, My name is Tom Janicek, and I'm working as a um, principal cloud security architect for Devotima Lakerie in Germany.
0: In your day job, um, what are you doing? Well,
1: I'm usually helping my customers to succeed on their journey to the cloud. And uh, now these are lots of buzzwords, but uh, at at the end it, uh, it comes down to to helping them with governance and to helping them with security in their in their environments. So,
0: but it is especially more to the Azure platform and Azure infrastructure, and not workplace, for example.
1: Absolutely right. Yeah. So the focus is definitely. Um, well, I'm coming from the infrastructure side. I've been I've been working with lots of the Microsoft on-prem infrastructure services like Hyper-V and System Center and all those those things, and uh, I've I've shifted from from this point of view to the cloud point of view, but but. Also, um, or, or I'm still having this uh, this infrastructure security focus.
0: Yeah, uh, but that's your day job. Yes, uh, yeah. you have much spare time. Um, <laughs> I, I read something. Uh, you're volunteering something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, part of my job is uh, is going to to conferences, as this conference here. So there's not so much time uh, <laughs> for for me to to uh, to spend with my hobbies, but. Um, well, yeah, I'm a volunteer firefighter since great. Well, since twenty years this year.
0: Twenty years, yes. great. That's that's some other stuff than IT. Well, yes, um, yes, it is. It
1: is. Uh, it's got nothing to do with IT, but um, but also uh, in in firefighting, you you're still well, you're still working with uh, with with problems that have to be solved. And I mean, this is what I'm doing in my in my daily job as well. Yeah. Now. Um, if I'm not helping in the fire department, then I'm, uh, I'm a musician. So I'm uh, playing the electric guitar and the drums. And uh, I have all my, my instruments in my working room at home. So if I'm not working there, I'm, yeah, I'm doing some, some music. Um, and I'm a scuba diver. So, uh,
0: scuba diver? Yes. Oh, great. But, uh, but today we are at Ex- at Experts Live uh, Europe. Um, tonight uh, there was some uh, local band. Uh, I think you will enjoy that. Well, yes, we we had some ideas. <laughs> so <laughs> Tell you, me now,
1: you know, you know uh, ideas and and uh, what happens when you have a beer or two and uh, you're around with the with the right people? Yeah, uh, you you will find some some crazy ideas. So let's see what what tonight brings.
0: Yeah, what happens? Yeah, okay, great. Um, besides your hobby, uh, your work, uh, there's also another thing, and that's the community in uh, in, in Germany. Um, could you tell me about what you're doing in in the community in Germany? Sure.
1: Well, um, I started to to host an Azure meetup in Saarbrücken at the border to France and Luxembourg. Um, I think two or three three years ago. Okay. Um, now the Azure community in in this area of Germany is not too big, so we do not meet every month or every two weeks like the the bigger Azure meetups, but we try to meet twice a year to three or four times a year. Okay. Um, and eventually, some, some years back, uh, I've been asked if I would not plan to uh, to organize an, uh, a conference. And I was like, really? Well, let's talk. Yeah. And uh, I've met two, two of my best friends, which is uh, Max and Ben, and we're running the Azure Saturday conferences in Germany. So uh, we we started this initiative. And uh, this year, in no, next year in May, so May 2020, it's going to be the fourth issue on uh, the other Saturday in uh, yeah, it's, it's in Munich in and Munich. it's uh, the Microsoft headquarter in Munich. where, okay. where it's going to start.
0: Great, uh, probably there will be some f- speakers from from other countries.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, we always had speakers from from all of of the world, uh, from the United States, from anywhere in Europe. We have speakers who who have been speaking all the years, so uh, they're like, oh, when is the next other Saturday? I'm in. No matter what I'm talking about, but I'm in. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's growing and it's a it's a very nice nice oh, conference.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, now on Experts Live Europe, uh, you had a session this morning mm-hmm. um, that was about Azure Security Center. Right. Could you tell me uh, what you have done in your session? Uh, what you explain? So um, when I've
1: applied for giving this session, uh, that was a few months ago. And at this point in time, um, Azure Security Center was the Azure security tool we had for, for platform and uh, infrastructure security. Now there's another tool, which is Azure Sentinel. Yeah. And uh, some of the features that used to be part of Azure Security Center now are part of Azure Sentinel. So I was like, okay, now I have my Azure Security Center session and I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about Azure Sentinel because I have another session which is focusing on, on the Azure Sentinel stuff. But at the um, the thing is that these are two, well, completely different services. One service is aimed to be the service for the uh, security engineers and the administrators, which is Azure Security Center. And then you have Azure Sentinel as a service for threat hunters and uh, the, the guys that dig really deep into it to find out what actually happens and um, how to how to find uh, the attacker in your network and how to, to, to get him out again. Um, so in my session... Um, yeah, I, I explained how, how Azure Security Center works, how it's integrated in the Azure platform, what you can do with it, why it's a good solution um, also for, for hybrid security. Um, so if you have your service on-prem and you want to have a centralized dashboard, then you can leverage Azure, Azure Security Center to, to get all the information from your on-prem service as well to, to this cloud service.
0: Yeah, and, and Azure Security Center, uh, you mentioned already, uh, in hybrid worlds, um, it, it is, is it the place to be to have, uh, for example, uh, some services deployed to cloud service and also uh, on-prem service?
1: Yes, well, the, um, there are lots of investments into Azure Security Center going on at the moment and uh, in, the, in the last weeks and months. And, uh, I think two weeks ago at Microsoft Ignite, there there were lots of announcements for for new services. For example, now we have um, the possibility to scan uh, container images which are stored in Azure Container Registry. So there's an Azure service. which The Kubernetes one. Y- yes, right, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, th- th- there are lots of, of other uh, different services that integrate into Azure Security Center. Now the thing is, there's a free version and there's a paid version of of the of the AC. Yeah. And even if you're only using the free version, this is always a good way to go because then you get recommendations about your security status of your of your hybrid environment. So you see what you actually have configured and if, if it was, uh, was a good idea or a bad idea. For example, it will tell you to enable MFA, multi-factor authentication, for all your user accounts who have elevated access to your Azure subscriptions. And... Um, other recommendations might be to enable secure access to storage accounts only, so you're not uh, not able to to communicate to to an Azure storage account without encryption in uh, in the network traffic.
0: Okay, and uh, is Azure Security Center is that only monitoring and giving you uh, advice about what you have to do, or uh, can it do some automation or something? Um,
1: now it can. Uh, <laughs> it could not uh, some some months ago, but um, well, the thing is you you have. You have three different panes in the Azure Security Center. It starts with um, a compliance overview, then you have the recommendations area, and then you have a threat detection area. In the threat detection area, you have different services. For example, Microsoft Defender ATP, which is running on every Windows virtual machine on Azure, which will report if there's a security issue on this machine back to security center, and security center will will have an alert. Now, as soon as you have an alert or an incident, which is uh, accumulation of, of different alerts... Um, So, in other words, it it brings different alerts into context. Um, If you have an alert or an incident, you can react using a logic app. So, you can say, well, if this happens, I want to start a logic app, for example, um, that will create a network security group that blocks network communication to a virtual machine if it's attacked.
0: Azure Security Center, there are lots of other security stuff in, in the Azure platform, like uh, Log Analytics, which is the basics uh, for Sentinel, for example. Uh, we have Sentinel, we have uh, Log Analytics, and other stuff. It's difficult to manage them on, on their own. Uh, will there be, maybe in the future, a one place where we can rule them all?
1: Well, from the Azure perspective, I'm not sure. Um, in the M365 perspective, you you have this aggregation of s- uh, several security services into into one uh, one place. Yep. Um, I think Azure Security Center is the one place for security if it comes to platform and infrastructure security on Azure. Um, Azure Sentinel is a service which is which is in parallel to to Azure Azure Security Center. So it's not like um, if you have Sentinel, you're not using Security Center, or if you have Azure Security Center, you, you do not need to have Azure Sentinel. It's two different two different ways, and I don't think that there are plans to integrate one or the other into each other.
0: I think there is a, a connector for Azure Security Center in Sentinel. Absolutely. So, Sentinel, if you want to hunt, yes. it's possible, but completely different solutions, that's what you're saying. Right, right. Yeah. At the beginning of this year, uh, regulatory compliance dashboards were available in Azure Security Center. Could you explain what it is? Sure. What it's doing?
1: Well, um, I have customers um, in Germany in, well, let's say, highly regulated sectors. Yeah. And um, what they use, for example, is uh, CIS as a compliance um, rule of thumb. So they, they say every server uh, which is deployed in our environment, no matter if it's in Microsoft Azure or if it's on-prem, needs to have a a CIS-approved image. So it's it's like you're doing some hardening stuff on the operating system. Now Azure CIS is one of those compliance uh, regulatories you have in Azure Security Center. And what it does is it uses the recommendations from Azure Security Center and will reflect you um, those recommendations in regards of the compliance of this uh, compliance set. Another set is ISO 27001. Yeah. Now the thing is, um, if, you, if there's something red, you know, okay, I, I have to configure something to, to get it green. Now, if everything is green, that doesn't mean that you automatically will, uh, will achieve the ISO 27001 uh, certification. But you're on a good way to go, because you, um, you have a chance to see what is not uh, configured in compliance. So you can, uh, you can know where to act be able to, to get the compliance certification at any point in time,
0: it will helps if you win the pros, process. and it shows where you have to change something. For example, right? Yeah. Other topic. Um, as your governance, mm-hmm. what what is it? How can it help? <laughs> well, you know, in in my security talks
1: and uh, also in the talk in the morning, I I usually have one slide which is a definition for governance. Yeah. And uh, it's a definition from the business dictionary from, from the Internet. And if you, if you look into this um, definition, then you see that governance is about monitoring, about implementation, and about policies. Now, if you, if you take these three points and you, you take security on the other hand, then you see that security and governance are very, very related. Because you, we need policies to, to protect ourselves from ourselves. And there are Azure policies that help um, to... Well, to define a set of rules for your environment, guardrails, if you will. So, yeah. you can say, well, I'm a, I'm a German company and I do not want to have my data stored on a U.S. data center. So, I do not want to deploy virtual machines to a U.S. data center. But you can because an Azure subscription, per se, is, is an open subscription and you can deploy whatever you want and wherever you want. Now, with a policy, you can say, okay, I only allow one, two, three, or ten Different Azure locations, but only these that are approved for me, which are which are good. For example, West Europe, North Europe, but not the uh, the data centers in India or in, in the United States. Yeah. Now, when we talk about monitoring, the other point of the of the uh, definition, we need monitoring. And if we do not have monitoring, we are blind. If we are blind, we do not see what's going on. And if we do not see and know what what's going on, we're really in trouble in terms of security. Yeah. So we need to monitor the hack out of everything only to be able to, um, yeah, to, to get the, the necessary information. Yeah. And when we're talking about implementation, the third part of, of this definition, then it comes down to DevOps, to um, how to deploy resources. If you're, if you're using templates, ARM templates, Terraform templates, tomorrow I'm going to have a talk about Terraform to explain to people how Terraform works and what are the advantages or disadvantages compared to ARM or ARM templates. Um, if you need one of those uh, uh, DevOps pipeline or DevOps uh, CI, CD tools, then um, maybe you do not have to, to have too many policies because you can take a template and you can put everything in the template and then it needs to be approved. And only if it's approved, the resources are deployed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and th- I mean, there are lots of services in Azure. I have uh, I've tried to bring it all together. And I, I stopped at, at finding more than 70 services related to security. And this is not only Security Center and Azure Sentinel, but also network security groups, um, VPN, encryption, Azure Active Directory with all the services that are related to Azure Active Directory. This is everything security in, in the Azure platform. There are so lots,
0: lots of services.
1: Absolutely. And uh, now the art is to bring it, bring it all together in a, um, in a way that it really works. So yeah,
0: yeah. Two weeks ago, Microsoft Ignite was there. Was there one special thing for you that was that you can pick out that was most important for you?
1: Well, I think um, everything related to security and Azure Kubernetes Services or, or container services uh, in, in general was really interesting because lots of those services have been have been really sought after for for months. So, um, one example, if you well, this is, uh, this is not a, a security feature, but if you have virtual machines, then you, you can use virtual machine scale sets. And if you have containers, you want to be able to scale your container uh, landscape up and down. Now, finally, there's an option to bring Azure Kubernetes services and the Azure um, VM scale sets together. So you can say, I have my Kubernetes cluster in, in size X, and I'm only using two of my, let's say, 10 uh, servers as as Kubernetes nodes. And if I need more nodes, then they are automatically added or, or removed from, uh, from the active cluster um, yeah. as, as needed. Yeah. And the other thing is what I, I mentioned before, the um, the thing with the container images, which can be scanned from Azure Security Center. Uh, is a is a really nice feature.
0: That was the that was the one was which was announced uh, at Ignite, um, and I, I think there was also some integration with Sentinel.
1: I'm not sure if this integration was announced at Ignite, but let's see. Um, you know, the MVPs we get the uh, the so-called Azure Book of News uh, some days before Ignite starts, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. last year we got this PDF file. And this, I mean, starting uh, Ignite, everyone can download this uh, this PDF file from from the Microsoft uh, web page. Um, last year, I think it was five five pages of news. And yeah. this year, we had 86.
0: 86 pages. More than
1: 80 pages of news. Not only Azure-related, but also M365 yeah. um, and all the other services. But I mean, 86 annou- uh, pages of announcements, that was massive. That, that was, was really, massive. really a, a, a massive conference this year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, if we look back at Ignite, um, everything that was uh, presented uh, must be public or private or something. In I thought they were saying in eight weeks. So now we have n- much to do in the in the next few weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for having you in our show. Thank you for for having me here. It was great uh, to have you here. Thanks for listening to this episode, which was great uh, with Tom. Uh, hopefully you will tune in uh, at our next recording. We will be recorded shortly after this one. So I will say. Till next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.